Welcome to More, the podcast where Debbie will explore real-life applicable ways to get more out of your life. And here's Debbie. Hello, everybody, and welcome to More, the podcast where we are trying to have more patience, understanding, and tolerance of others, more choice in our attitude and reactions to the experiences that come our way, more positive communications and what you say to yourself and others, more mastery of yourself, more deposits to others, emotional bank accounts, more triumph over fear, and on and on the list goes. And we're working on that day in and day out. And I'm so excited to have you here. And I got to give some more shout outs to some of my listeners. So we finally hit all seven continents. So exciting. We have listeners in all of the continents um, in the world. And that is pretty, pretty neat. Um, We've got listeners in all over the United States. Another big shout out to the listeners in Virginia. We've got some faithful listeners in Virginia and big shout outs to them. We've got listeners in California and Massachusetts, Idaho, Hawaii. I'm going to Hawaii soon here um, with my daughter who's getting married. We've got people coming from Colorado, Washington, um, North Carolina, Minnesota, and lots of other places. So I just wanted to give a shout out to everybody who's been listening, and I thank you so much. And, you know, we've been talking about this last week, we talked about giving and how give and it shall be given unto you, good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So if we can focus our lives on giving to others and finding ways to build others up and make their life better, it will enhance our life so much and we'll come back tenfold. So that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast. I am literally getting nothing for doing this podcast, but I noticed that we are in episode 36, which is exactly half a year. So I'm pretty excited about that. I've been able to keep it going for half a year and I'm proud of myself and that's a big accomplishment for me. Um, and really, I, I don't get anything from it, um, just the satisfaction of knowing that there are some listeners out there. So if everybody w- were able to share it with one person and that might be able to benefit them, then what a great opportunity that would be to help that many more people. So I just want to thank everybody. We're going to kind of continue on where we left off it with part two of the Law of Receiving. We talked a lot about giving, and the last thing that we talked about in the last podcast was we talked about the widow's might and how she gave two and how um, that Jesus Christ blessed that widow for so much because she gave two might, which was all she had. And then we talked about John D. Rockefeller, how he kept a record of all that he gave. And by the end of his life, he had given over more than half a billion dollars, which is amazing in those days. And so imagine, um, you know, keeping a record of all that you give, isn't that a great opportunity? So then, um, Raymond Hollywell says that, that even after we give, that's not all that we must do. And he says, our next step is to prepare to receive the response or results of our giving and to receive. So he says, we can't just give, but we have to prepare to receive the results of our giving. So when we give, we're going to get, 
and that we have to be prepare ourselves to get the things that we're going to get. And he says that that's one of the most interesting parts because when you prepare to receive, it shows that we have faith in that. But he also says, I thought this was interesting, he, the, the analogy that he used. He said, instead of rocking and waiting, like sitting in our rocking chair and waiting for what's going to come, we must prepare and work. So we have to know in our mind that this is what we want. We want these things to happen. And you don't know how it's going to happen. You don't worry about how it's going to happen. But you just sit back and watch it happen. So it was interesting. Um, on my vision board, I have that I want a light in my shower. And <clears throat> I didn't. I wasn't worried about how it was going to happen. I just know that that's what I want. So my husband had this great idea. He's going to kind of reinvent our downstairs. So he called an electrician over and I'm like, hey, what would it take to get a light in our shower? Boom, going to get a light in our shower. And so I haven't worried about it, though. I mean, I put it on my vision board probably a year ago. But, you know, it's on my vision board. It's going to be done. I need to, like, change out my vision board because some of those things have happened. And you got to know that if you don't worry about it and you... Don't focus on it, but you just put it there and move forward in your life, trying to serve others, which is what I've been doing with my podcast, um, then things happen. So you must do, you must take action. You can't just sit back in your rocking chair and wait, but you can imagine, dream, and pray for it, and then let things happen. He tells a story about Elijah the prophet in the Bible. He says, three kings came to Elijah, the prophet, and they asked him to pray for them that they would be victorious in battle and that they, they might have rain to supply their soldiers and animals. And so Elijah told the kings to go back to their camps and prepare for the next day and to prepare to receive the water that they asked for by digging ditches. And they were living on a desert and you know, it was very dry. And obviously, if they're praying for water, they're asking for water, they know that it's a dry area. But the, and it seems foolish and kind of odd to go and dig a ditch to, to hold the water. But um, especially they were di digging ditches in the sand. And but the kings did as they were told, and they went and they prepared for rain by digging ditches. And suddenly, within, you know, the day, Clouds gathered and rain fell, and the ditches were filled. And the men and their animals were satisfied, and their thirst was quenched. And going into battle, it strengthened them, and they became victorious. So Elijah knew the law. He instructed them to prepare, and he made the way for them to receive. And then they acted on, on that. So you have to believe that you will receive. And this is where we need to change our mindset, and I can't say it enough. And that's why it's so important to keep listening because you can change the way that you think and that changes your results. Um, he says, Raymond Hollywell says that the key to the law then is that we are continually drawing into life what we give and what we expect. He talks about whether we attract good or bad in our lives, it's the same principle. You've probably said to yourself, oh yeah, it's just just as I expected it was going to be. Um, especially when something that you didn't want happens. Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. Have you ever said that? Yeah, I knew that was going to happen. You totally thought it that way, 
right? So you can expect good to appear just as sometimes you've expected bad to appear. Um, you have to you have to train your mind to believe in the positive. He says positive mental radiations will drive away all clouds of doubt and fear with confident expectation that all things will work out all right. So if you're having a hard time setting your mind at this, I, I might have told you, but I have little little pieces of paper all over my house, one by the toilet, um, in the kitchen, in the open the cupboard where the keys are, you know, the food pantry, all these positive things that I think about. And really, I've had them there for about a year. I need to switch them out because, you know, they've become just part of the the repertoire or the ambiance of what's there. So I need to switch them out and get some new ones. But, um, you know, you can just, you can really work on putting positive things out there. And there really is power within to achieve and accomplish all of your dreams and all of your goals. He says that your prayer, your desires, your inner urge, whatever you want are like a magnet. And the stronger that they are, the stronger the power of the magnet and the greater its attraction. You've, you've got to just go out there and try it. I, I believe it's true. I mean, fill your mind with the things that you want instead of the things that you don't have. You cannot ask too much of the law. And in his word, the law is God. He says, for it is unlimited and the supply is inexhaustible. And that is so true. Think of what we've talked about with the law of abundance. It's inexhaustible. There's enough for everybody. You can have it, and so can your neighbor, and so can your family and everybody. You know, you just have to believe. And it just opens your life to so many possibilities. And then he, he also goes on and says, The Lord loveth a cheerful giver. So whatever you give, give it with a free and willing spirit. So you can't be grumpy about it. You can't give and go and expect something in return. You just have to, you have to work on, hey, I want to give this because I want to be the kind of person that gives. Give with no obligations or dictations attached. The other day I was helping my husband out in the garage and it was freezing and I was helping and I wasn't really grumpy about it, but you know, I was like, oh my gosh, it's freezing and, and you know, I was thinking through some of this stuff and, and that's not really a cheerful giver. And I wasn't doing it out of out love for him. I was just doing it right. Cause I felt obligated. So your, your mindset is so important about how do you feel about giving? You know, he who gives much receives much, he says. So give your best, give all that you have and the best will come back to you. Um, whatever the nature of your possessions, give and give abundantly. And we talked about this a little bit last time, but you can give of your life, whatever you have, the time that you have, your interests, your energy, your thoughts, your abilities, the things that you have. You know, somebody asked my husband the other day to help move with a fifth wheel or something. They needed like a, like, I don't know, something in the back of his truck that he had. And to help move somebody. And so that's something he has. So he was able to do that. When you give what you have comes back, you can give love, you can give appreciation, you can give helpfulness. I mean, so much of what we give is just in our mind in the way that we talk to people and the way that we treat people. 
Um, if you do it gladly and you express your, your best, the more you give, the more you receive. So that's something really to ponder. You can't just give money or give things. You have to give your mind, give your heart, give your will. What, what do you really want? I've been impressed with my husband and his job um, starting up a new business. He literally started from nothing, nothing. And I hear him often saying to clients or people, and his business is doing very well, but he'll say things like, well, I told them they didn't, it's not in their best interest to use our company. And I'm thinking, what? You know, like in my mind, I mean, I'm thinking, who does that? But like his, his number one interest is helping other people. That's his number one interest. And so if that's his number one interest, if our company isn't the best for the client, and so he tells them that, I mean, that's so noble, I think. And so he's really there to serve other people. And so, and he'll give the best price he can give at the best, and he treats people the best that he can. I know him, his employees often say, wow, he's such a good employer. And so, you know, when you, when you're focused on really wanting to serve other people and make life better for other people, that's when things grow. And I've noticed that his company is doing so well. And he's only been going for three years. And I'm super impressed by that because, you know, in my mind, I'm like, no, you should be saying at all costs, we're the best thing for you. Um, but he, he doesn't do that. So I think it's interesting. A couple more stories. Um, I thought that were really poignant in helping us understand this idea of helping other people first. Um, the longer we live, the more we realize that people who want to help themselves can only really do so by helping others. It's a basic law of success, right? The law of receiving. If you want to receive, you have to help others first. People who begin by asking how they can find success solely within themselves are doomed from the start. The rewards go to people who have searched diligently for ways to help others. And one story is about James Cash Penny, the fabulous, famous Mr. Penny. He started with a small store in Kemmerer, Wyoming in 1902, and it was built it's built into a multi-million dollar business empire on the same principle, the golden rule. So J.C. Penney's, right? James Cash Penny, J.C. Penny. Have you heard that store? I didn't know this about J.C. Penney's. Makes me want to shop there more. But the, for years, the Penny stores were called the golden rule stores. You know the golden rule? Give unto others or do unto others as you would have others do unto you. And it was Mr. Penny's faith in that principle always treating a customer as he himself would want to be treated that made them grow and prosper. And I feel like it's kind of like what I said with my husband. But perhaps even more important was Mr. Penny's attitude toward his employees. In the first place, he didn't like the word employee. He preferred to treat everyone as a partner, so he called them associates. And he devoted himself to treating them as he would want to be treated where the situations reversed. Most of all, he knew that by helping them make money, his own success would be assured. No man is an island, wrote John Don. Yet too many of us still fear the loss 
of self that comes through serving others. Do you fear the loss of self through serving others? Actually, service is the only true way to find yourself. So we, we see it time and time again um, from people who have been successful. And J.C. Penney is another one of those great examples. Um, another great story that I, that I came upon was called The King's Highway. And I love this story. Once a king built a, a really big highway f- for the members of his kingdom. And after the highway was completed, before he opened it to the public, the king decided to have a contest. He invited as many people as wanted to participate. The challenge was to see who could travel the highway the best. On the day of the contest, people came from everywhere. Some of them had chariots and fine clothing, fine hairdos. Some had great food. Some were young men in their track clothes, and they ran along the highway. Some people traveled the highway all day. But everyone, when they arrived at the end, complained to the king that there was a big, huge pile of rocks and debris left on the road at one spot in the highway. And this got in their way and hindered their travel. At the end of the day, and I'm sure you know how the story is going to end, right? At the end of the day, a lone traveler crossed the finish line, and he wearily walked to the king. He was tired and dirty, but he addressed the king with great respect and handed him a bag of gold. He explained, I stopped along the way to clear away a pile of rocks and debris that was blocking the road. The bag of gold was under it all, and I want you to return it to its rightful owner. The king replied, You are the rightful owner. The traveler replied, Oh no, this isn't mine. I've never even known so much money. Oh yes, said the king, you've earned this gold, for you won the contest. He who travels the road best is he who makes the road smoother for those who will follow. And honestly, it's true. It's true. And you have to trust in that principle. You have to trust in these things and start taking action. So I challenge you not to just, not to just think on these things, but to take action, to find a way to do something. Do something to give to somebody else today, right now. As soon as you're done listening, get up today. Find something that you can do. If it's a family member, a coworker, um, a friend, do something for somebody else. And then focus on something else and something else. And keep praying that you'll be guided. Um, and the last um, <clears throat> little bit in Raymond Hollywell's um chapter on the law of receiving says whatever you desire in the way of health success happiness riches or power start toward it think is there anything you don't want that's not in that list health success happiness riches power i mean i think that sums up everything we would ever want right he says start toward it start it on its way by this procedure The law works. The results are sure because a natural principle is involved. And it's just like the law of gravity and all the other laws. I'm not a super great science person, but all the laws that are in the world that, you know, have cause and effect, this works, right? He says, you may proceed without doubt or fear to desire and to expect all the good you can realize use and enjoy. Can you imagine all the good you can realize, use and enjoy? It will come when the mind of man becomes unselfish to the point of yielding to the law. 
we must become unselfish to the point of yielding to the law. Then man has been born again, born anew. For his attitude toward the law, the law of giving before you receive, himself and his fellow men has changed, and his affairs take on the character of his newness of thought. So I'm going to promise you that the next time I go out to dinner, I am going to find somebody and buy their dinner. Before I get, I'm going to give. And so I hope that you act on this. I hope that you find ways to give to others. And I'm so excited about these. This this book is so amazing, isn't it? It's like I cannot wait to the next chapter. So I hope that you've all gained from these podcasts. I'm excited about them. And I hope that you'll share. Let's build the world. Let's get more. Let's have everybody having more in their lives. And share, give, and do for others. And thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you. And I happy new year to everybody. Let's make this new decade something to remember. Have a great week, everybody. Bye.